Welcome to the podcast, Happy and Single. I'm your host, Joseph Anderson. You can find me on Instagram at the It's Possible Guy. And today is episode 148, and it's entitled, Do You Have the Courage to Admit Your Dream? I was sitting here doing my morning pages, and a thought really, really hit me. Like, really hit me. And it's that I have the coolest job in the world as a transformational coach. I get to help people bring their dreams to life. And plenty of times, these dreams have laid in wait for so long that people have wanted to go after. And for whatever reason, some, something in their head told them that they couldn't, no matter that they had already been preparing for this moment for a very long time and just needed to take some tiny steps. I was also reading, as I was talking with one of my clients, I was reading in the book, The Artist's Way, by Julia Cameron, and she said, each of us has an inner dream that we can unfold if we will just have the courage to admit what it is. It's interesting when you talk to somebody and you ask them, what's your dream? What would you love to see happen in your life? And they're like, I don't know. Every one of you has a dream. And and especially being single because our life has not looked, it has not lived up to what we thought it was going to become. A lot of times we feel so beat up. We feel so tired. We feel so exhausted from dealing with the agony of not being married to the person of our dreams. That we don't go after our other dreams. Now, this has been me for many years, so I am not pointing fingers. I I have been in that space in my life when the only dream that I really, really wanted first, or maybe even better yet, that I was told that I had to have first, was a partner to build the dream with. It's like, well, I really, really, really would love to have the girl of my dreams in my life that was super supportive of everything I did and everything I do and supportive of my dreams and just helped me to fly and all that other stuff. And that would be awesome. And that would be so wonderful. And I would love that. But that's not the case. So how much longer am I or you going to sit on the sidelines and wait and waste the time that we have, our most precious resource, that we could be using to build our dreams. Who knows? You might work and be building your dream and and find somebody on that path. I think sometimes we make up so many different excuses, so many different challenges in our lives. You know, it's interesting in this book, The Artist's Way, one of the other things that caught my attention was that she said, we are the ones that put up our own roadblocks. You know, and, and plenty of times we do. It's like when I, when I was going to ask that particular professional athlete to work with me, I, I had everything I needed. I, I, had his, I had his address and all I had to do was go over and you know, write a quick note or say something. And, and I didn't do it. It took me a good probably three, four weeks to do that. Why? Because I placed blocks in my life. I placed the block that said, well, you know, people probably don't like someone coming up to their their porch. 
you know, they'd probably get sick of that. Well, he, he could he could release his dogs on me, you know, release the hounds. Like we make up so many things that are not true. It's really like we make up that all the shadows around our room are monsters, not knowing that we made it up. Or, you know, psyching ourselves out of going into a dark house. We make it up. What is my goal today in this very podcast? Is to get you to admit you have a dream. That's my goal. Now, I can't force it out of you, and I wouldn't want to. But I can invite it out of you. Many, many years ago, you were a child. You were a child that had all kinds of dreams. All kinds of things that you wanted to see happen in your life. And some of those things might have happened for you. But I'm guessing that at some point... Life took an unexpected turn for you. But that doesn't mean that you can't dream. You might be saying, Joseph, I don't even know where to start. I'll tell you where to start. Admit you have a dream. I'm not saying you have to admit it to anybody else except yourself. This is not where you have to message me on Instagram and say, Joseph, I have a dream. And tell me what it is. This is not that. I think the first person we have to admit that we still have dreams to is ourselves. And I think the hardest part sometimes about admitting that we have a dream is admitting that we haven't taken the steps to get there in quite some time. I've had different dreams for years. But I've put blocks in the way. And then every now and then you have somebody that is involved in your life that is if you have an incredible mentor that is in your life, cherish that person. There are less than a handful of people that I have in my life, maybe a, maybe a few more than that, but less than a handful of people that I have in my life that have encouraged me, that have supported me, and have really told me, like, Joseph, you can do this. And have shared with me my talents and my strengths and things of that nature. Cherish that. By the time you guys will be listening to this podcast, I, I will have actually... It, I'm, I'm recording this on Tuesday, and it'll be released this Sunday. But on Saturday, I... I'm going to the funeral of one of my dearest mentors. A wonderful, wonderful woman named 
named Pat Davis. And I want to publicly, I've told her privately thank you many times before she passed away. But she was able to see things in me that sometimes it's really hard for us to see because so many people have gunked up our, our eyes. She helped me to see truth in myself. She helped me to t- see the good in myself. No matter if I didn't meet everybody else's expectations, she loved who I, am, who I am and she gave a care about me. For that I will forever be grateful. You know the cool thing about Pat Davis? She never let stuff get in the way. She had certain challenges and difficulties that Only those close to her would know. And she kept going forward anyways. She figured out ways to get stuff done. And she lived an amazing, amazing life. You know, I first came to know Pat Davis back in 2008 when I was a young performing missionary in a little city called Nauvoo. And I was absolutely meant to meet her. And I'm so grateful that I did. I spent about three or four months with her when I was performing in Nauvoo. And she was so supportive, she was so uplifting, and she was also honest. I, uh, I I had the chance to ask her recently, well, probably in the past few years, because I heard my audition tape for this. That that because she was our director as I as I performed, and I heard one of my my audition tape, and it was bad. <laughs> I mean, it was like I can sing really well now, but back then, oh my goodness, guys, it was so bad. And I even asked her, and I was like, "Why in the world did you pick me?" And you know, she said, she said, you know, when you played the guitar, so that that was that was what did it for me. When you played the guitar, I knew you were supposed to be with us. <laughs> well, thank goodness I played the guitar, because yeah, my uh, my singing voice wasn't sure wasn't getting me there at the time. There is always a way. And once again, I will be forever grateful to Pat Davis for being an example to me and being a cheerleader, being a supporter, you wanting to know what was going on in my life. When I was in town, I live in Arizona, she lives in Utah, so probably every year, every year or every few years, I'd get the chance to go see her and we'd spend an hour or two together and it was just wonderful. So I appreciate you guys bearing with me as I gave my public gratitude to Pat Davis. I mean, and along those lines, guys, you know, like Pat Davis was, you know, she was in her 90s when she passed away. But we never know when our card is going to be pulled. 
That's not, it's not up to us. It's up to us to live today. What do we get out of not admitting that we have a dream? Well, we don't have to be accountable for that dream. We don't have to remind ourselves every day that, oh, that's what I want, and I'm not even any closer to it. Every tiny step you take, you have no idea how close you are. Because you could take a couple tiny steps towards your dream, and then all of a sudden you turn a corner, and there's this really awesome car that's going to take you the next stretch of your dream really fast. You know, one of the things they say sometimes about performers that make it really quickly is that they don't know how to handle it because it does. Like life moves so fast in that next lane and all kinds of, all kinds of really cool things are beginning to happen in your life. You know, and it's interesting because sometimes people don't even let themselves enjoy their dream. I heard something really cool on a call with one of my other mentors um, the author Richard Paul Evans last night, and he talked about how Dwight Schrute, the actor that plays Dwight Schrute, when he was in the office, he was not happy. And the reason he wasn't happy is because he kept, th- he wasn't just enjoying the ride, enjoying the moment. He was so worried about, oh, well, I'm at this stage, but I'm not getting feature films. So I'm not going to be happy until I get feature films. Enjoy the very step that you're on. If you're on the very beginning step, then as I talked about a few weeks ago, throw yourself into that with joy. Now you might be saying, Joseph, my life has been very hard. People have been cruel. Things have been done to me that were not fair, that were not right, that were not, you name it. And I have had some very, very deep conversations with people where they have shared horror stories from their lives. And if you're in that case, I would invite you to take those things to your Heavenly Father and say, this wasn't right. This wasn't fair. And this hurts so bad. This should have never happened to me. This should never happen to any human being. And he will listen and he will answer and he will comfort you in your time of need. Don't let everybody that's hurt you before let you say tell you that you can't have your dream. For a while, because I I asked this question and so many people in my line of work asked this question to everybody, I probably grew a bit tired of it. But now that I see the aliveness in the question, what is your dream? We're talking about new beginnings. We're talking about new hopes, new opportunities. New amazing things. 
What is your hope? What is your dream? If nobody had stepped on your birthday cake when you were three years old and told you what a rotten piece of crud you were, and you listened, which most of us did listen to those type of things, here's what I invite you to do. I invite you to go to Heavenly Father in prayer. And I invite you to say, Heavenly Father, man, this, this life has been really hard listening to all these other voices. And I really want to listen to more of your voice. And I'm learning to distinguish and discern the two. Can you help me see a better vision, a greater vision for myself than I can see? These are some things that I'm thinking about. Oh, I'd love to do, I'd, I'd love to finish this book. I'd love to go share it with the world. And I'd love to have it change the world. He'll listen. He'll answer. He'll show love to you. So one of the things that I do as well, and and like, I really do mean that, like when I, when I take that time and daydream with heavenly father, he's able to give me a much better vision than everyone else in the world. He's able to say, yeah, Joseph, like, oh, that's really cool. Like that's what, that's what faith does. It expounds our vision. So as you listen to this scripture, And if you want to read a really, really cool chapter of the Book of Mormon on faith and on creating things in the world, it's Alma 32, A-L-M-A-3-2. If you type that into Google, it'll pull it up on on the first result. But he says here, now we will compare the word unto a seed. Now, if you give place that a seed may be planted in your heart, behold, actually, I'm going to even go before that. He says, but behold, if you will awake and arouse your faculties, even to an experiment upon my words, if you don't even believe me right now, if you don't even believe that you can go after your dream, just try, just try a little bit. So he says, even to an experiment upon my words and exercise a particle of faith, the tiniest particle of faith. Yea, even if you can no more desire to believe, then tell Heavenly Father, say, Heavenly Father, I desire to believe in my dream again. Let this desire work in you, even until you believe in a manner that you can give place for my words. And now he goes and says, now we will compare the word unto a seed. So compare your dream unto a seed. Now, if you give place that a seed may be planted in your heart, behold, it be a true seed. If it be a true seed or a good seed. And if you do not cast it out by your unbelief, what happens when we have this thought that's exciting, that's awesome, and instantly we're flooded with these thoughts of unbelief? Well, it takes away our energy. We want to do the best we can. You're going to have thoughts of doubt come in your mind, like pretending that, you know, ugly thoughts don't exist or doubt doesn't exist or anything like that. I can't hear you. And you're like putting your, your fingers in your ears. That doesn't work. Just noticing, oh yeah, there's that thought that it might not work out. Okay, what was I doing anyways? 
So he says, but if you do not cast it out by your unbelief that you will resist the spirit of the Lord, behold, it will begin to swell within your breast. And when you feel these swelling motions, so what does that say? It'll swell. It feels good. It'll feel really, really good inside. So when it feels really good, what does he say? You will begin to say within yourselves, it must needs be that this is a good seed or that the word is good for it beginneth to enlarge my soul. So our souls enlarge, yet it beginneth to enlighten my understanding. So uh, like the Lord begins to enlighten our understanding. He teaches us more. He, you know, he gives us more light. He gives us more knowledge. He gives us more truth because we've been listening to non-truth for so long from everyone in the world. It's time to get some real truth from him. And he says, yea, it beginneth to be delicious to me. Wow. That's pretty amazing, guys. All we have to do is just show up and do our part. And if it's a good seed, it will grow. And then this last part, I'm, I'm jumping a few scriptures, but it says... In, in 42, it says, and because of your, actually, we'll go to 41. Oh, <laughs> sorry. I mean, I mean, 40. Um, I, I keep seeing more things and more things and more things. But here's what I was looking for in the beginning before I, the, the other scripture I read is awesome, but here's what I was looking for. It's in verse 40. If ye, if ye will not nourish the word looking forward with an eye of faith to the fruit thereof, ye can never pluck the fruit of the tree. If I can't in my mind's eye look forward and see all these amazing things happening in my life, they're not going to happen. Why? Because I can't see it. If, if I don't see myself sitting down and working with that professional athlete, I'm not going to be able to see that. You, you have to create things spiritually before you create them physically. Why do I share so many scriptures with you guys? Why do I share much, so much other truth with you? Because it's truth. Like, this is how it is. You can take that to the bank. If you'll nourish the word, if you'll look forward with an eye of faith, looking and seeing the fruit. So, for example, if you're writing a book, you see yourself up on stage talking about your book. You see people coming up and talking to you and saying, thank you so much for writing this book. This book changed my life. I am internally indebted to you. Now, now you might think of Joseph. Isn't that a bit much? Like, whoa. <laughs> Who cares? I mean, if you're going to make stuff up in your head anyways, don't you think you should make up stuff that's actually cool? Because the second that you catch hold of that vision, the second you're like, oh my goodness, yeah, I could do that. The second it goes from, I could do that to, or like, I can't do that to, I could do that. You might act a little bit differently. And, and then what happens? Well, then we go on. And, and I really encourage you guys, if you want to take a look at this entire chapter, it's so powerful. But he said, but if you will nourish the word. So nourish your dream, nourish what you want in the world. Nourish the tree as it beginneth to grow by your faith with great diligence. So show up every day, work on your dream and with patience, understanding it doesn't matter how much I water a tree. It's going to grow however fast it's going to grow. 
And if I water it too much, it's not going to grow. And so like diligence with a tree, I had this really cool under this really cool revelation years ago. That's like, Oh, diligence as a tree is like, I got to show up. I got to put some water on on it. Got to put some fertilizer on it. You know, got to do whatever else I need to for that time. But we're talking 15 to 30 minutes a day. Even if you put just 30 minutes in your, into your dream a day. I mean, and if you want to do something fun, this is just an idea, but I, I talk sometimes about how, you know, if you had, like, if you had a house and you just had a bunch of bricks and you just started putting them in, eventually you'd have a house. And so by the same form, if, if you want to do something fun, like, you know, make every brick 30 minutes towards your goal and actually draw it out on, on a piece of paper and make a little house, by all means, go ahead, have fun with it. And you'll actually start to notice and see the difference as you do that. You know, and it goes on to say, let me see where I'm at here. So, so if you will nourish the, the word, yea, nourish the tree as it beginneth to grow by your faith, great diligence, patience, looking forward to the fruit thereof. There's that again. It shall take root. You, you put any time, you put time and attention into any desire, any goal that you have, and you're going to see results. It has to work that way. I cannot water a, a tree. I cannot fertilize it. I cannot take care of it. And like, basically, if I do that stuff, it's going to grow. It's very rare that it's not going to grow. And, and it says, if it's a good seed, as long as it's a good seed, it's going to grow. But you got to put that energy in. You got to put the time and attention. And behold, then it shall be a tree springing up unto everlasting life. This tree is going to get huge. I mean, Jesus Christ said in the Bible that if you have the faith of a mustard seed, if you've ever seen a mustard seed, it's about, I mean, almost the size of if you had like a, a lead pencil, it's about the tip of that. Maybe a tiny bit bigger, but it's really, really small. Look it up. That's the fascination about it. And then he says, because of your diligence and your faith and your patience with the word and nourishing it, that it may take root in you, behold, by and by you shall pluck the fruit thereof, which is most precious. Can you imagine when you have that book in your hand? Can you imagine when you're speaking to that audience? Can you imagine the difference that's also going to make in your bank account? We, we think about all of these things. When you put work out into the world that is quality work and has an impact in the world, you are rewarded. And he says, so you'll pluck the fruit thereof, which is most precious, which is sweet above all that is sweet. I love the fruits that I'm able to create in my life. Oh my goodness. When I'm sitting down with a client and, you know, seeing their successes and seeing their successes, even years after we've worked together, it is fascinating and it is so cool and it is so awing and it's humbling. It really is so amazing. And then it says in this last part, like, well, I'll I'll just finish this part too. It says, which is white above all that is white, yea, and pure above all that is pure. And ye shall feast upon this fruit, even until ye are filled, that ye hunger not, neither shall ye thirst. Then my brethren, ye shall reap the rewards of your faith, your diligence, Patience, long-suffering, waiting for the tree to bring forth fruit unto you. You put in the faith, 
that belief, that, that, that vision, that looking forward with the fruit. You put in the diligence, you put in the patience, and the long-suffering of, hey, sometimes things are going to be hard. And sometimes you're not going to want to do stuff. And then you keep moving, you keep doing what you need to and allow the fruit to come to you when it's ready. You're going to have an amazing life. I mean, you already have an amazing life. We are all so blessed. And, and having a dream is okay. Like, I believe that, you know, I, I look at it in terms of, because I'm not a parent, but I look at it in terms of my nieces and nephews. I want them to have dreams. I want them to have goals. I want them to have things that light them up because it's as we are progressing towards our goals and our dreams that we feel joy. When I, when I start to notice something, when I learn something cool, like I feel joy. I feel happy. I feel excited. What is your dream? What is that thing that as I've been talking today, it's come to you. And you're like, oh, I want this so bad. And then start going after it. You know, one of the other things that I do with my dreams, I have a folder, it's called a vision folder. And I put everything cool that inspires me in there. Things that I want to buy. So I've got anything in there from like a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle, pinball machine, Wizard of Oz pinball machine, Simpsons pinball machine. Um, to different places that I want to visit from Venice to Fenway to beaches to other things that I just want to create to a mock cover of the book that I've been writing. Like I've got all kinds of things to remind me, this is what I want. This is what I want. Yeah, I get distracted. Yes, I enjoy watching shows. But this is what I want. And one of those that comes through is about this artist named Russ. He decided that he was going to write and release one song a week. And then the graphic shows how in the first week he made like $600. I'm sorry, the first month he made $600. Second month he made like $800. And it just kind of keeps going up and up and up. Up until the last like three months of that, and he started making real money. Like we're talking thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars. I, I just pulled it up. It's uh so in June 2015 he made 626 in the month. July 1100. August 1500. September 3000. October 4200. November 4600. December 8200. January 16,000, February 18,000, March 20,000, April 25,000, May 73,000, June $102,000. There's something that happens when we create work and put it out in the world, guys. It goes back, I, I loved last week's podcast, I hope you guys did as well, but it's that about audacity. Having the audacity to go forward, going towards your path, going towards what it is that you want in your life. If you haven't noticed by now, until we change, until we start doing things differently, our lives don't change. We have to be the ones that have just a, enough faith to take the next step. 
remember like the quote from A Rich Man's Secret says, take the first step, no more, no less, and the next will be revealed. Do you really want to get to the point of getting to your deathbed and being like, oh my goodness, I wish I would have done things so differently. Now granted, I think we're all probably going to get there and realize there's things we wish we would have done differently. But, no matter where you're at listening to this, I find we spend more time thinking about what we've done in the last 10 years that we haven't been pleased with than what we could do in the next 10 years, than what we could do in the next year. If you start putting the effort, putting the intention, putting the time into the dreams that you want to create, you will be amazed at what happens. I mean, I'll even give you an invitation. I would invite you to put no less than a half of half an hour each day into your dreams, into your goals and see what happens. You know, and if, and if you want, like you can, you know, even just do Monday through Friday on that, like just Monday through Friday and maybe even Saturday, like 30 minutes a day towards your goals, towards your dreams and do it joyfully. One of the things I love in Julia Cameron's book, she says, stop thinking about putting these time blocks as a discipline. I don't have to, my, my nephew does not have to be disciplined to play the piano. He just goes over and smashes it. <laughs> like he goes over and just pounds on it for a, at will until he wants to be done. Think of yourself as a little kid finally getting to learn these skills that you haven't learned. Whether that's playing the piano, whether that's writing a book, whether that's starting a business. No matter how soon you start, you're always going to wish you'd started sooner. And the other thing I'll say is, yes, this will bless your life. I haven't shared this quote in a while, but I go through phases. But this, I love this quote by Leo Tolstoy. It is within my power either to serve God or not to serve him. Serving him, I add to my own good and the good of the whole world. Not serving him, I forfeit my own good and deprive the world of that good which was in my power to create. When you go out and you do the things that you love to do and you go after your dreams, you are making an impact on the world. You are doing good. My invitation to you, admit your dream. I know when somebody asks many people, they're like, I don't know what my dream is. Most people are too afraid to admit their dream. Because then they might have to actually do something about it. But I can tell you, going down the path of one's dreams is so much funner than watching somebody else do it on TV. Guys, we get one life to live. There is no going back. We can only move forward. There's another quote. I don't know if this is actually by Leo Tolstoy, but I like it. It says, if you want to be happy, be. Do the things you love. Go live your life. Go enjoy your life. Go love your life. And you really will find yourself being so incredibly happy that you couldn't even imagine. So my invitation to you normally at the end of these 
is to go do whatever you felt inspired to do. But I'm going to add one thing. Admit to yourself your dream. You don't have to admit it to anyone else. If you want to admit it to me, I'm, I'm cool with that. But like, just at least admit it to yourself. Oh, I've always dreamed of. Or, or wouldn't it be cool if I did this thing? So whatever it is for you, whatever this is stirred up inside of you, go admit your dream. Now, if you've made it to this point in the podcast, I'd like to invite you to go ahead and subscribe to the podcast. I don't know how you got here, but that way, if you ever want to get back here again, it's right there for you in your subscriptions. And if you haven't already joined us, one of the really cool things that I do that's free for anyone that would like to participate is each Monday morning at 10 a.m. Arizona time, I host a group coaching call for Happy and Single. Anyone is welcome to come on. And you can even receive a little bit of one-on-one -on -one coaching time with me, depending on how many people are in the call. Now, every now and then that schedule changes. So you can go to the website happynsingle.com to be able to look at the schedule and also to be able to find the link to the Zoom room. Now, at the same time, if you would prefer a more one-on-one -on -one type of coaching experience where you can sit down and share your hopes and dreams and, and just kind of the stuff going on in your world, then there's another option available for you as well. Now, the bulk of my business is actually doing one-on-one -on -one coaching. If that's something you're interested in exploring, I've got a few spots open in my coaching practice. You can just message me on Instagram at the It's Possible Guy, and we can sit down and have a chat. And it doesn't matter where you're at in the world. I've worked with people across the world. I do everything over Zoom, so it actually makes it pretty easy. Thank you guys so much again for listening. And go out and live your adventure. Thank you.